Welcome to My Bonus Money, Episode 3. I'm excited to give you an update on Month 3 of what I've been doing. And this month was not too much changed from last month. I put in just $120 more this month, so my total invested is not very much. It's only about $2,300 total. The money that I made from options trading this month was $248, which is 16.56 return on my investment. So that's a pretty good way to start. It was a good learning experience on a small scale, and I'm glad that I'm doing it. And it feels good to see how it works and get a little bit better idea. I'm still very new at this, so I don't know all the ins and outs and all the right ways to do things. But the thing that I want you to hear is that I'm taking action. And I know that if you're listening to this, you're thinking I should probably do something too. And like me, you're probably a little bit nervous. What do I do? What if I do it wrong? What if I lose money? You got to take action. It, everything is risky, right? So there's going to be something that is going to cause you to possibly lose your money. But I try to eliminate as much risk as possible. One of the things that I do is I make sure that I avoid things that are called naked calls or naked puts. These put you at risk because if you guess the market going in a different way, then you're going to have trouble. These are called naked because you're basically standing there naked because you don't have the cash or the stocks to cover if those calls or puts get executed. Now, if none of this makes any sense to you, go to mybonusmoney.com and pick up my free course that shows you how to do exactly what I'm talking about. So this month, I kept doing the old boring things that I was doing, and I just invested 120 extra. And what that led to was a good increase. I, as I said before, I made 248 out of the about $2,000, a little bit more than that which is a 16.56% return. Now, with stock market going down in a lot of ways, that was actually pretty good. And I was pretty happy with that. So this episode is short, not much to report, not much changed. I'm just still learning and trying to figure out. I'm paying attention to stocks. I'm getting more familiar with how they are acting. And trust me, I don't have all the answers but I'm going to give you some friendly encouragement to try. Even with a small amount of money, it's okay. Just try and give it a shot. See what happens. And it may be that this really isn't for you. That's okay too. Through this podcast, we're going to talk about a lot of different ways that you can earn some bonus money. And I'm excited to share that with you. In a couple months, I'm going to a summit that's all about learning how to do money in these different ways. And I'm excited to share that journey with you as well. So I look forward to sharing that with you pretty soon. But that's it for now. If you want to connect, go to mybonusmoney.com, sign up for that course and hit reply to the emails that you get. And I will be happy to read them and chat with you as much as you'd like about this because it's pretty exciting. I'm going to share here an interview that I did with Danielle, who's been uh, doing her own thing for a few months and I've been coaching her along for the past while and in April uh, we talked and I gave her some strategies and, and she took some action and had some good things happen. And 
she wanted to know at what point she should leave her job. And so we got on a call and we, and I just coached her through it and talked her through it. And this is something that I think is really powerful for you to hear in case you're thinking about something like this, or maybe you're thinking this is a couple of years out for you um, as well. And, you know, maybe this is something that's going to be beneficial to you. But what I'd like you to do is, is think about this as you're listening to this conversation is how does this apply and how do I make these decisions myself? And as I mentioned, we're going to talk to a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. And we really want to set everybody up for success, being able to do what they are called to do, what they have gifts to do, and what's going to help them be successful. So we're going to talk about a bunch of things. How much is enough to leave your day job? Why you would leave your day job? Why actually staying at a school is not as safe and secure as you might think? And then we're going to talk about the the golden handcuffs, retirement, insurance, things like that. And it's a really great conversation. If this is something that you would benefit from, some coaching, feel free to reply to one of the emails and let me know that you're interested in it. I had someone reply uh, just the other day to an email saying she wants to talk about what she's doing. And this is what I want. I want other stories besides just my own to show you how many ways are possible to do this because there's a lot of different things that you can do. I'm sharing the investing stuff because you don't have an excuse if you can scrounge up $200 to start making some passive income, to start making some bonus money. And I'm sharing these other interviews because I'm going to start getting away from your excuses and start whittling them down because they're not real. They're just made up in your mind. So here's my interview with Danielle. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Let me know what you think. Well, I should have started recording it before you said that. Uh, I'll tell you, you're too kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That was not forced or fake at all. I appreciate um, so I started recording on, at first on purpose. We can cut this thing up and, and go through okay. it. So okay. let's, let's just talk and pretend like the recorder's not even there. Okay. Sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so how have things been? <laughs> um. Things are exciting, um, a little uncertain. Yeah, there. It's all. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, um, so you mentioned you are ready to decide whether or not you're going to go back to work. Now, is your maternity leave over at this point? And have you? No, started? it's it's over technically in January. Man. How great for you to have all this time to make a decision. That's such a blessing. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so why do you want to go back to work at the school in particular? <clears throat> because I love the people I work with. Cool. It's a known job. So I don't, yes, the kids change, but the, I know what courses I'm teaching. Um. It's very familiar. Um, I've been doing it for 20 years. And again, I like my colleagues. Um, you know, so it's it's a, a good place to, if I need to go back, it's a good place to go back to. Yeah. That's a great, great comment. If I need to go back, what does that mean? <laughs> um, 
well, that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so what would make you need to go back? Uh, that I can't give it over the fear of, uh, I guess the fear of me, how do I want to say it? Like, I feel like the certainty is, is more important than getting over the fear I have. Yeah. I, I think that's important. Um, what could, what could cause your job to be cut at the school? I don't really know that there would be a chance of that happening because I have, I've been there for, oh, uh, is that? That's, that's so cute, Danielle. Is it? Well, I, okay. I can say that perhaps I wouldn't get the job back that I left. Mm -hmm. That is a possibility. Yes. Um, Would I still be teaching there? I, I'm pretty certain that they wouldn't be able to just say you can't teach here anymore. I've never seen that happen there. Um, I have seen people come back from maternity leaves and not get their same job back. Yeah. So that is definitely a concern. The certainty that you feel that you could have the exact same job doing the exact same thing is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So very easily they could say, hey, this isn't going to work. We need you to do this other job instead. So as I've done coaching uh, with principals for the last several years, one thing has become remarkably clear, and this is, this is a harsh reality that nobody wants to talk about, but is a very real thing. As soon as your use to the school is done, they are done with you. And that in a teacher position with unions and uh, labor practices and things is a little bit more challenging, but it's still the same thing. Somebody said this in, in a webinar that I was doing. They said that they will write your job description faster than they will write your obituary. You are a cog in a machine and you have to recognize that, that what you think may be certain is not as certain as we've been told it is, or as we've been led to believe that it is. Mm -hmm. So things can change very quickly. And as soon as you are no longer useful, then they will get rid of you as quick as possible and not have any qualms about it at all. Just go ask any principal or superintendent when they've had to do budget cuts. They just have to do it and people lose their jobs. And that's all there is to it. Now, I'm not saying that to make you afraid. I'm saying that to give you evidence mm -hmm. that your fear that what you're doing right now is not certain is about the same as the fear of keeping your job should be. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to have fear, then that's fine. Go ahead. But have fear for both things realistically. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but what I would actually say is I wouldn't have that much fear. I would have, I would have, have much less fear in both of those situations. Living okay. by fear is not a good way to do it. No. The problem is, is that we fear one thing that we don't know, and mm -hmm. we don't fear the thing that we do know. Right. And, and there's a reality there that we often don't want to admit. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. So how successful are you being in, in your own work, not at the school now? 
more successful than I've ever been before by leaps and bounds. <laughs> okay. Now we can cut this out if you want, but what does that mean? Like, give me numbers, data. How do you know that you're being successful now? Because I actually am getting paid by school districts to do the work that my business has set out to do. And that's never happened in the six years that I've had this business. <laughs> okay. So to what do you attribute that? Uh, Jethro Jones told me in April that I need to stop doing work in my attic and start telling people about what I have to offer. And I started actually talking to school districts and they said, oh, we'd like you to do work with our teachers. Great. So <laughs> Jethro should one, take that own advice, right? Because <laughs> I'm not always good at that. Mm -hmm. um, but so just starting to talk about it, you've had some success. Yes. Okay. And so is that success, uh, let's turn it into dollars. Is that more than your teacher paycheck or is it less than or right at the same? It's less than um, that part of my business is less than my teacher paycheck. But I also have another income stream that was pretty consistent. See, this is where my fear gets in. This other income stream where I taught online courses to teachers, mm -hmm. um, that was very consistent. And now I'm getting a little fearful because the enrollment's dropping. And that was like the part that I really was pretty much counting on, um, which is why we have different income streams. Mm -hmm. And then I got another offer, which I had mentioned to you, that's third income stream that would me, be me going into um, a school district twice a week doing coaching with teachers. Um, so that all of those combined would be pretty similar to my paycheck, maybe a little bit less, but for a yearly paycheck. Mm -hmm. um, so. Okay. So we're looking at essentially stepping off into about the same income, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so if one of those things falters, then you have another, you, you lose one third, let's say, let's say they're equal. You lose a third, but then you have time from what that was taking to build up the other parts or add yeah. a new stream, right? Yes. So if you go back into teaching, What's going to happen with these three income streams? I am going to work a lot. <laughs> um, my plan, my plan was to perhaps just go back in the spring just to kind of get, you know, a sure padding of like, okay, I know that I can make this much money because that's, um, what I'm contracted to make for the spring. So I was kind of like, I'll just do that for the spring. We'll know that I'm not going back after that just to get kind of like a, you know, like a, a more solid buffer. Um, but then this other two day a job, two day a week job came along and, and it's less, it's also less time, it's less money, but it, it's more than what I, you know, it's, it's something. 
then mm-hmm. it would give me more flexibility on those other days. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be working as much, but I will say that my teaching job, me being at school, I am very, very, very productive because um, I know how to do the job well. And then I know how to use my free time. I'm very productive. Um, whereas when I'm at home, I'm being a mom, which is part of the reason why I want to to not teach every day. Um, so it, it it it's like a trickier balance. Um, but I also have a husband who has a flexible job. So it's, you know, and we're a good team. So there's there's definitely a pro there too. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, you totally didn't, but that's oh. okay. You answered your own question, which is more okay. important than answering okay. my question. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing you say is that if you, you have to make this decision because you have an opportunity to commit two days to a district, yeah. you can't do that if you're teaching. Right. And so you have to basically choose between a salary mm-hmm. uh, and a, a teacher's workload, which mm-hmm. is only you know, nine to five, right? You never do anything more than that. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> which, yeah, which is going to be significant plus mm-hmm. maintaining your other contracts mm-hmm. and adding more to it. Yes. So you, you can very easily expect to work, I'll throw out a number here, 60 hours per week. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, how does that align with what you want your life to look like? Yeah, I can do anything for four months. Like I know I can do. I know I could do it. Like that's oh, that's I. There's no I question. That's I not know. the question, though. I know. And and you are avoiding the question by going to that answer, right? Am I? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because you do you want your life to look like you're working sixty hours a week, even if it's just for four months? I'm not asking that. Okay. No, I definitely don't want my my life to look like that. Okay. So, yes, you can do it for four months. We totally get that. And anybody can do anything for four months. Mm-hmm. But the question is, you have an opportunity to design your life right now. And do you want to take that opportunity or do you want someone else to design your life? Mm-hmm. And by taking going back to your job, you're saying, I want the school to design my life because they're giving me the paycheck I'm happy with. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want, Danielle, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But you have to yeah. answer the question, is that what you want? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that. no, I don't necessarily want that, but there is just that. I, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to. To take that, I, I I feel like I have been, like, interestingly enough, I have not really been teaching there often since, like, 2015, because I've either been on sabbatical, maternity leave, or COVID. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's just been this, like, almost security blanket of, like, it's there, even though, like, I clearly have had one foot out. I mean, for good reason and one foot in. Um, But it's, like, taking that final leap is, like, terrifying to me. Yeah. So, 
let's talk about that because I think that is the key to what's going on here. Yeah. You've already been out. I know. For so long. I know. And and so you want to go back because there's this this safety in mm-hmm. being there. Mm-hmm. And 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 what is that safety? Um Yeah, it's just it's just safety. It's just like I don't have to put myself out there. I don't have to like I show up and I do my job and I go home and mm-hmm. I don't it's exhausting in a different way whereas you know put you know hearing juggling all the schedule and everything else um it, it's it's hard you know mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god what if I leave my job and I don't have the energy to do like teaching well anymore or I don't feel like or what if I can't get the energy to do it or like what happens then Mm -hmm. so I have like that 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 is a real fear yeah so so what does happen then I guess I go back to getting a job I I mean I went through this I'm like what's worse could happen oh I bet there's teacher shortage I bet I could get a job (laughs) yeah and could you get a job at the same exact school? I could, sure. And I mean, I know the school district that I'm, some of the school districts I'm working in right now, I actually had one of them offer me a part-time coaching position because they couldn't fill it. And they knew I was, like, it was a different position um, than the one that I'm considering taking now. Um, you know, I had the one school district that I, the district I live in, they asked me, he's like, are you sure? We'll hire you to do this mindfulness stuff, but do you want to teach an English job too? Like we yeah. need English teachers. So, I mean, I, I guess, um, you know, that's the worst that could happen. I go back to teach English, which I don't hate doing at all. Um, yeah. I mean, really, that's the beauty of this is that you have way more power than you believe you do. And you have way more ability than you believe you do. And you're fearful that you are not going to be able to be successful doing your own thing when in reality, whether you're successful or not, doesn't even matter because you could always go get another teaching job mm-hmm. because they're a dime a dozen right? and you are qualified. You're good at it. You know exactly how to do it. You could step into any teaching situation and be successful, right? Yeah. So there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. So what you're really fearful of is this fear of failure and having to go back with your tail between your legs and say, I wasn't successful at this, right? Yeah. And honestly, who cares about that? Yeah. Yeah. Is your husband going to divorce you because you weren't successful at this? No. (laughs) I hope not, she said. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) He's not. Are your kids going to love you less because you weren't successful at this? No. Definitely not. So what else is on your mind? Uh, yeah, I just, it's like closing a chapter. It's just like hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yes. You know, like, I guess when I don't, 
if I wouldn't go back, it's like all these, they're good people that I work with. And I really, I really, um, they're just good people. And, um, you know, I just, I, I haven't been there for a while anyway. And I feel like, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I don't want to like, um, you know, cause I'm entitled to this maternity leave. So it wasn't like I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. Um, and they all know that I have, you know, this, I mean, they're very supportive of this other work that I do. So I don't think that nobody would be surprised. Um, they just mean a lot to me. Yeah. They're good people. Yeah. And, and so what I'm hearing you say that you're not saying, correct me if I'm wrong, please. I don't want to make assumptions. But what I think you're saying is that if you leave, instead of going back off of maternity leave, that you'll feel some guilt about leaving them when you were supposed to go back. Yeah, definitely. So that makes sense and is totally understandable and something that you have to decide if that is a worthwhile feeling or not. And, and you get to decide how you think about that also, mm-hmm. because you get to decide whether you feel guilty about that or whether you feel like you are fulfilling your calling. And therefore it's something that you must do mm-hmm. for yourself and something that you must do to live up to the potential that you personally have and that only you have the potential to do that. But you get to decide which of those thoughts actually enters your mind and stays there. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that you can, can decide which of those ways you feel? Yeah. And I think that, I, I don't think that any one of these people would be like, oh, we're mad that you aren't com-. They're They're more upset that I wasn't able to do this work in the district that I'm in, which I feel like that also upsets me. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's like, why couldn't, why couldn't they find a place for me to do this work there? Mm-hmm. Just, it's, you know, it's frustrating. Um, and I think I've been hanging on thinking like, there's gotta be a way that they're going to say like, Danielle, can you do X, Y, and Z? And like, it's kind of like what you said, like it's not in the vision and they've never told me otherwise. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean the administrative higher ups, not the people that I directly work with in my department. They, they would love for me to be there and do mindfulness things and coach teachers and wellness and all that stuff. But, um, it's just not a priority at this point. Are there districts out there where it is a priority? Um, I'm starting to, well, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. If that's what I'm going to to I I mean maybe not hire a person on staff to do it um but I definitely I'm working right now in four districts that they have me hired the entire year coming in and working with their staff or small groups of their staff um and it's the first time since I started this business that I have like that happening so I do think 
Yeah, that's a resounding yes, actually. There definitely yeah. are districts for whom this is a priority. And you're not looking for another full-time job per se. You're looking for opportunities to do the thing that you're great at yeah. and help other people see that. Yes. So so I think this is a really powerful place for you to be because you you know that the uh, there are districts out there. You've only spent like six months mm -hmm. getting people to to know about you. Mm -hmm. And you already have four clients who are, who want you to be there all year long. Yeah. So I would say that's pretty good going from nobody knows who I am to four clients who want to spend a lot of time with me. So yeah. we can talk about some other things like, are you charging them enough and all those things, mm -hmm. which can be a separate conversation, but uh -huh. really the demand is there because people are paying you for it. Yeah. And so yeah. if you had better, better systems, we're charging higher prices and all that, mm -hmm. you would be, um, you would be making much more at this job than you would at teaching. Yeah. And you understand that, right? I do, because I know that that's, that's part of what my next steps need to be is that I, I, I think I'm charging. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But I think, I think. It's the processes, it's it's the follow-ups, it's the, like you said, the systems, um, you know, and, and it's education. So things take a really long time, which I know you are very understanding of that, like, yes. like actually, like the fact that I am in four different districts, like as quickly as I was able to do it actually is good because I don't really have the time to take on anybody else, but I know that there's other districts that didn't get to do what they wanted to do and hire me the way that they had intended, at least according to what they said. So, you know, hopefully I have some clients for next year. Yeah. Too. And um, that is a great strategy to help you stay booked long mm -hmm. into the future. Mm -hmm. This is how much I can handle and no mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Because you're not just saying this is how much time I have in the day. You're saying this is how much I, this is how I want to design my life and how I want to take things on. And so right. one of the things that I foresee in your future is developing things that can be done asynchronously yes. that you don't actually have to be there for, that yes. you can say, I only work with four districts a year mm -hmm. and they have to be in this geographic area mm -hmm. because I need to be able to travel um, mm -hmm. not too far from my home because I have little kids. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, if you're not in this area, but you still want me to work with you, here's this asynchronous thing where you can do it and I will guide you through it, but I'll be virtual and, and that's all that, that can happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a perfectly appropriate way to manage that and mm -hmm. to fulfill the demand so that when you are ready to say, travel to Florida mm -hmm. uh, once a month for the next year, mm -hmm. then you can say, I'm ready for a, a district mm -hmm. in Florida. So mm -hmm. who, who in Florida that is already interested in me wants this to happen? Right. And then you just start down that path. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's been my thing is trying to figure out how to create something that's asynchronous that is that makes sense to. Yeah, because yeah, I know that that's that's where I'm at. Like, I cannot I don't want to do any more. I don't want to take on any more of me putting out that energy. And I think that's where I'm getting stressed is like. 
I can't do anymore, but I'm not necessarily where I need to be financially, but how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, but you're pretty close, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're good. We're fine. Like we're, it's, it'll, yeah, definitely. Yeah. This so year. <laughs> I think you'll find that it just will continue to grow okay. um, because, because you produce good quality things, people will want more of it and mm -hmm. will want to share it with others and say, this really helped us. Mm -hmm. And if you are keeping data through the years, you're working with these teachers, I think you'll find that you can use that to say, here's why this is beneficial. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you can get some testimonials of teachers saying, I was going to leave teaching and I decided to stay. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that happened with my mastermind is that there is a principal who joined and was going to retire that year. And because mm -hmm. the mastermind ignited a fire within him, mm -hmm. he said, I'm going to stick around for one more year. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, COVID happened. And if this 30-year veteran mm -hmm. who was still alive and burning with passion for education had left in the mm -hmm. middle of COVID, it would have been devastating to their district. Right. Instead, he was able to stay on get them through the worst part and then provide support for the new principal who came in to replace him. Mm -hmm. What a brilliant, beautiful story that mm -hmm. I can't even make up. It was just so wonderful. Right. And that is exactly what you provide are those experiences for teachers to reignite their fire, to stay passionate about what they're doing and mm -hmm. to want to continue going on. Mm -hmm. And and as you continue doing this, people are going to talk about that and say, wow, Danielle really helped me stay mm -hmm. in teaching mm -hmm. when I was feeling like I couldn't do it. Just like at the beginning when you said in April, Jethro said, do this, <laughs> then I did it. And that kind of thing, that is what is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Now, you still have a choice to make, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to decide. How do you feel now after you've talked through somebody who only cares about your success? I mean, we've only been talking for half an hour, but mm -hmm. how do you feel? I feel like it was good to talk to somebody that is not like in my home mm -hmm. um, or has like a, like, you know, like your parents are like, oh, but what about your health insurance? And like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like that sort of, like you have a, a, a more of a bird's eye view of like also what potentially can happen if you make a leap like this, because I don't have a lot of examples like around me of people who have said, I'm going to walk away from something that is um, that I've been doing for this long um, because mm -hmm. I don't I don't hate my job. Like, I feel like sometimes that gets me too. like. I don't hate it. And like, I know a lot of people who do. Um, so it's like, I guess it's a better place to be in than hating your job. And then like, oh, being, yes, like feeling like there's nothing else that you can do. And maybe that would end up happening in, in a year, you know, like I can't, you know. Yeah. Well, I left uh, being a principal when I was doing like the coolest stuff I've ever done. And it was like, I left saying, man, I could go back and get a principal job anywhere mm -hmm. and not even bad an eye and it would be totally fine. And I could step in and do that work again. It 
this stuff doesn't work out, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Or if I need to go get a job, I can go get a job anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And so now, as you know, I work with Ed Elements now. Mm -hmm. it, it was a thing where it was the perfect opportunity because they already do a lot of the things that I was doing. And it was just a way for me to expand what I was doing, mm -hmm. not to turn my back on what I was doing, mm -hmm. but to do it in a better way. And so you could do this for a while and then mm -hmm. have an opportunity to go work with a district and do this full time. And you may mm -hmm. decide that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Or you could work with an outside company. And mm -hmm. if it is furthering what you're trying to do, then it's a perfectly appropriate way to step in and say, I should go work with them. That's exactly how I felt about Ed Elements. It was like, mm -hmm. I could keep on going by myself and impact only X people, or mm -hmm. I could partner with this company and start working for them and impact thousands more people. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was a pretty easy thing. I also mm -hmm. knew Ed Elements because they had worked with me in Fairbanks. I knew they were good quality, that mm -hmm. they would, that they have similar values to me about education. And so it was an easy thing to step into. Mm -hmm. It was not like I'm desperate and I need to go find something. Mm -hmm. It was, I can increase my impact by joining with them. Mm -hmm. And if you are, if you are teaching full time and doing this on the side, Mm -hmm. I really don't think that those opportunities are going to present themselves to you. Yeah, I know. And I think that's part of why I was able to to be successful this year is because I had an open, like I could like, you know, it's just I was able to have that flexibility and creativity with what my schedule was going to look like. And yeah, um, and that's why I got offered this two day a week job is because um you know, I, uh, most of the people that work with this organization are teaching full time. So because I wasn't technically teaching full time, they asked me to see if I wanted to step in to do this, um, even though it might not last beyond this year, but there could be other things that come up as a result of that, like you said. Uh, there will be other things that come up as a result. Okay. okay. I mean, that is the truth. Mm -hmm. And they may not be high paying or even paying opportunities, mm -hmm. but this is the nature of the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. One thing leads to the next. And when you look backwards, it's a straight line. But if you look at the side, you're all over the place going in every mm -hmm. which way. And mm -hmm. the reality is that it is, it's a straight line when you look backwards, but that's the only way you can see it's a straight line. Mm -hmm. I can look back and see how everything that I did led to the next thing perfectly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no other way for it to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, that mm -hmm. is really the case. So mm -hmm. you'll see that same thing and, and it'll be a great opportunity for you. So, you know, other opportunities will come that you have no idea exist yet and that mm -hmm. you won't know unless you, unless you move towards them in some mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And moving towards them to everybody else looks like you're moving backwards or sideways or whatever. And, and it's important to, to recognize that for you personally, it's a straight line and you can't see right. that straight line right now. The front of it is, is disguised, but mm -hmm. when you look back later, you'll see that it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> That sounded like a contented sigh. That's it is. It is. It's it was definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's it's true. 
I just haven't, I, it's, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, I think the first time, um, I've ever had to make a big decision like this with like two little children, like not just me and my husband, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's, I mean, I know, you know, that feeling. Yes, for sure. Yeah. It's real. So yeah. you mentioned something that people are always worried about. Are you, you mentioned health insurance. So <laughs> are are you paying for health insurance on maternity leave? I just pay for what I would have paid for when I worked there. Okay. So yeah. how much is that? Um, It'll be, I think I pay $400 a month. Okay. So I, I know this because I've looked most insurance plans that you can get as a as an entrepreneur by yourself are around twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. That's me with four kids. Mm -hmm. Um so that's only uh eight to eleven hundred dollars more per month than you're already paying. Mm -hmm. So yeah. a lot of times in education we think, well, I need to do it for the benefits, the the health insurance, the retirement, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And mm -hmm. And what we do is we abdicate the, the responsibility for those decisions to someone else mm -hmm. and let them have complete control of it. Mm -hmm. So if you're already paying something, mm -hmm. your the cost will go up. Mm -hmm. Maybe your husband has insurance, maybe not. That doesn't mm -hmm. matter for this conversation. Mm -hmm. But what you have to look at is, one, this isn't a, a, money, a number decision anyway. Because none of the things we really talked about were about the numbers. Mm -mm. But it's really about whether or not you believe that you could find a way to make another $1,100 a month mm -hmm. so that you could pay for that. Mm -hmm. And the answer is you absolutely can. Mm -hmm. And that that is an expense, but it is not such a big expense that it should deter you from, from taking this mm -hmm. opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, because there are ways to manage that and deal with it and find ways to make it work. And, mm -hmm. um, and at worst, you know, you're paying an extra $1,100 a month and that's not even that much money when mm -hmm. you really get down to it. When mm -hmm. you talk about what your potential is to earn and what you can do to serve others, that's mm -hmm. really not even that much. But mm -hmm. we often are afraid because we're afraid that we'll lose that. And then yeah. we think that it's so much because we've been spoiled by paying so little for it for so mm -hmm. long mm -hmm. when it it really is not as much as we think it is. Now, yeah. there are health insurance programs that cost like six grand a month, but you wouldn't mm -hmm. buy that anyway, right? Mm -mm. No. <laughs> so, no. So let's be real about that for a minute. Right, right. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, we've done some looking and I know we're we're able to 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 do I, yeah it's not as much i i think i've made it into more of a thing than it needs to be yes um it, pretty much every educator does that mm. that is that is a real thing and i i have heard that well then i won't have benefits so mm -hmm. many times it's just mm -hmm. it's mind-boggling to be honest mm -hmm. yeah. it's like it's like that is the only thing in the world that matters and and it's not mm -hmm. you know and the other option is that you could just not have health insurance, period. And there mm -hmm. are other things that go along with that. Mm -hmm. But 
it's that also is not the end of the world. And we act like it is. Mm -hmm. And if something catastrophic happens and you end up, you know, 30,000 with a $30,000 medical bill, then that can be tough for sure. Mm -hmm. But again, it's still not the end of the world, mm -hmm. you know, and right, that's, right. we, we set these things up to be bigger than they are right. and they really aren't. Your retirement is the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. you can, you can take the money that you're making and find a way to build your own retirement. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what I advocate on this podcast is that you build your own passive income right now, rather than waiting for that day in retirement to finally come. Mm -hmm. You can access that because you mm -hmm. already have retirement through the district. Right. That, because you've put in so many years. So you'll have something there. Yep. And and so if you spent instead your time focusing on making passive income right now, then that would just grow over time. Mm -hmm. And then you would continue to have that. And the day that you retire, nothing much changes except that you might get a raise by getting your, your retirement <laughs> checks in as yeah. well. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Do you, um, this is probably a conversation for another day, but maybe you can, um, what sort of things do you recommend people for doing for passive income? Well, there's, there's a lot of them. Okay. Creating your asynchronous stuff. That's what, yeah. Would be number one for you personally. Mm -hmm. um, if people go to mybonusmoney.com, there's a li link there to find out how to start making passive income in the stock market with okay. just 200 bucks. So it's not okay. even that expensive to get started. Now, beyond that, there's a whole bunch of other things that can happen. And mm -hmm. as you go further, like one of the things that I want to do is do case studies with people about how they personally can make more passive income. Mm -hmm. For you, absolutely, the number one thing you should do is start creating content that you can have delivered asynchronously so that you don't have to be there. Mm -hmm. So you already have that. Did you mm -hmm. know that? I do. I just don't know how to use it to monetize it. Yeah. Well, number <laughs> one, you have your book, right? Yes. Yeah. And so you get royalty checks from that, which may or may not be a lot, but you get them. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Mm -hmm. So that's a place to start. Now, mm -hmm. making courses, making other things because of what you're doing, that makes sense. For mm -hmm. every person, that doesn't make sense. And so it mm -hmm. depends on what your skill set is. Mm -hmm. That's another conversation that I'd love to go through with you and mm -hmm. talk about what you have and mm -hmm. figure out how to monetize the other things that you have that mm -hmm. we should do a little more prep for okay. and, and make a plan <laughs> for that. This sure. was just a... <laughs> hey, I have this decision. Well, let's talk about yeah. it and record it and share it with people. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's good. Um, but definitely, you've got a lot of opportunity here. Things that you can't even fathom can happen to you in the future that are just as I I would say even more likely than you feeling security by going back to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you still have decision to make. You yeah. make that decision, you do what mm -hmm. you need to do. And mm -hmm. as you know, I will support you in whatever decision you make. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of the fears that you have are unfounded and not worthy of your attention. You mm -hmm. can, you should recognize them and then move on and think about whether or not they really should be fears. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you You're so welcome. much, Jethro.
You're welcome. It's my pleasure. <laughs> there was the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you think you'd benefit from some coaching with me, let's let's get on the phone, let's record it, and let's make it happen. And then we can share it with others, share your struggles, your fears, just like we did with Danielle here. I hope that was beneficial. If that was, make sure you leave a comment, leave a rating, something like that. And um, I did talk to Danielle a couple weeks ago, and she did resign from her position. So she is going all out on her own. Super exciting. And uh, I look forward to sharing more of what she's doing. I'm excited to share next month with you. I'm going to take a big step. I'm going to put $7,000 in to the stock market and see what happens. And I'm not going to lie, a little bit nervous, but a lot bit excited. So I'll share that with you next month. Come back next time for my bonus money. And again, if you know of other educators who are talking about this stuff, talking about ways that they can make extra money, share this podcast with them. We're going to talk about a lot more strategies. I've got some interviews coming up with some people about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how they're making decisions. And I'm going to focus mostly on people who are in the education space, but not everybody. But my goal is to show you how you can do it too, because they're also educators. Mybonusmoney.com, or you can give me a shout out on Twitter at Jethro Jones. And if you like this, share it with a friend and give me a rating interview. That would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.